and welcome to Pedantic Hand Wavium, the podcast that tries to explain fictional words using science. I'm Simon. And I'm Jeff. Uh, now, listener, me and Jeff have, uh, have been talking for about an hour now trying to figure out what to do. <laughs> <laughs> we, we wanted to do, uh, we, we got a suggestion from, from our good friend, friend of the show, Tommy Sparks, to do, what, what was the exact... Was there an exact, uh, or was it, like, more general? The exact, um, Tommy Sparks gave us, like, four or five, like, Sentai teams, or tangentially related Sentai teams. So what we decided to do was, there's a show, is it called Gokai Rangers? It must be called Gokai Rangers. Uh, I, I don't know if it's Gokai Rangers. In all of the research we have done today, <laughs> we I, could... like, I can pull it up. I think it's Go Kigers. That's what it is. Yeah, I think it's Go Kigers. Anyway, it seems like it's like a smash together combination of like all all of the other Super Sentai teams, which makes well, probably it, at least to date to, there was yeah. they were able to call on a bunch of them. Well, it's at least up to thirty nine. <laughs> so I'm going to say that it's quite a few, quite right. a few teams. And so it's kind of a smash together of all of them, and we got real lost in the weeds as we were like, what is going on in this show? <laughs> Apparently no one has ever videotaped the show in any form that we can view online, so we're kind of guessing at it, but we feel like we have some stuff that needs explaining, mainly weapons, because, I mean, if you're doing a Sentai team, the coolest thing is either the outfits or the weapons. Right. Uh, also, I did pull up the actual name, if you want that. What is the if actual the, name? If you think the listeners also want that. What is the actual uh, name? That's, the actual name is Kaizoku Sentai Gokaiger. Okay. Okay. So there you go. I'm wondering now... Sound it out, people. There were seasons to this show? <laughs> I'm sorry. I gotta stop coming across <laughs> stuff and reading anything that's on my screen right now. Uh-huh. So these, as far as we can tell, this is a show that's that's a lot like a lot of the Super Sentai shows where you have, like, this big baddie that's coming to Earth. But the this one in particular is there's a, a crime syndicate that's coming to Earth to do something. I, do, I couldn't find what their evil plan was. I think it was just to kill people. To do evil things, yeah. I'd imagine. Just general evil things. Yeah, like... As we mentioned in the previous episode, uh, things like chewing ice in quiet rooms. That's the kind right. of thing they do. Like, real heinous, heinous stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so, the, so, in the show, they use these things called mobilates to transform into other versions, other Super Sentai teams that existed before them. Well, I think to transform into their own... Okay, so their own Super Sentai Earths. As long as it's the same color? No, they could do it. They yes. could do it to anyone. I think they could do it to any any Super Sentai person. Like like the the red Super Sentai, whatever his name is, Captain Marvelous, who is yes, the leader of the Gokigers. Right. He could turn... tell because he's the Red Ranger. You could tell he's the he's the Red Ranger, yeah. Uh but I think they just didn't want to call him the Red Ranger anymore. He can turn to like the like the green dino ranger if he wants to. He just needs the correct okay. Uh, uh, key to do key. it. So they have keys, which are really just miniature replica versions of themselves. Right. That's like the simplest version that we can come up with. There's a lot of like interconnection where they like try and draw threads from all the other shows, but it's 
way convoluted. Mm-hmm. This is an intense show. Anyway, uh, so the first thing that me and Jeff came across was a weapon called the uh, the Gokai gun. Uh, Jeff, do you want right. do you want to explain what that is? Uh, it's a gun. <laughs> it's well. I... <laughs> Well, the the I mean, Kyger is thing is they're like a a pirate themed, so think like like a the musket. old bad pistols that pirates would have on a bandolier full of pistols, like a like a flintlock. Is that what that? Yeah, yeah, like a flintlock pistol, like uh, no rifling. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks really cool, but also, I mean, yeah, it's a gun. But the thing is that yeah. it, it does. We found that it it does fire some sort of energized bullet. Um, and there's some kind of weird properties to this bullet, including mm-hmm. things like their swords can deflect the bullets, but they don't deflect them in like angles that make sense. They will fly around the enemy and then hit them eventually. <laughs> so there's right. that that we have to kind of explain. And then, and then we'll get to the other, uh, the other things, but let's, let's deal with this. Like, what are the bullets? How are they kind of weirdly controlled? Or deflected by mm-hmm. their swords. Right. So, and I think it's... Uh, I don't know if it's important, but I think it's worth mentioning that, like, when the Gokai guns aren't powered up, like, I think they are just guns. Like, they are just shooting bullets. Like, oh. <laughs> they have to be powered up in order to shoot, like, these energized, like, charges that are different color depending on which ranger is shooting it. Well, that way you can tell which ranger is brutally murdering a different enemy well they're not murdering them they're turning them into toys <laughs> I, uh, you know what that might be mur- worse than murdering them it's, it's kind of like attic insult to injury it's like you're not dead but right. you also can't move and you're a toy <laughs> yeah so uh, so when they get powered something has to happen do we think that the bullet still exists at, at, in the gun like mm-hmm. do we think that the that the powered up Gokai guns are still also firing bullets. I know that we know so much about yes. this that we can make an educated guess on this. Okay, you think it's still firing? So yeah, I'm going to say it's still firing bullets. It's just something about like the key is activating another like mode that charges the bullets or something. Gotcha. Well, okay. So I feel like we kind of have to answer what the key is doing to the gun like do we think it's just like the gun has like is i think yeah it just has to get like turned on it just has to get turned like like it's locked the cool parts of the gun are locked right it's just a normal not cool gun before that (laughs) so we don't think that like the keys are kind of like thumb drives well they're like installing a program in the gun that allows the gun to transform uh, I think in that instance, no. I think when we get back into the Mobilates and the Gokaigers turning into other Rangers, then there might be something about the keys. Gotcha. Okay. I was just, I'm just checking, Jeff. I want to make sure that we get, we hash out this lore <laughs> as much as possible. <laughs> I want uh-huh. to make sure that the last hour we've spent researching this was worth it. <laughs> anyway. I mean, I know once we're done, you're going to go dive right back into the weeds to learn more about all of this. Probably not. I'm probably. I guess it's going to be worth it. (laughs) So yeah, so we think that so there's bullets, and then there's like an energy field around the bullets that is shaped like a bullet, correct? 
So do we think... Maybe, or maybe it's just as the bullet itself. Well, I guess it gets, like, bigger when you look at it. And it so glows. Probably, yeah. I mean, all these things are clues as to what it is, what it really is, when this really happens in the world. Right, um, right. Yeah, I think it's surrounded by an energy field. So I, what I'm thinking is, so there's an explanation in the Halo books for what the plasma rifles are um, that the that the Covenant okay. Covenant hold, and it's essentially that you're firing like a like a really strong permanent magnet that's surrounded by an ionized field. Mm-hmm. So like the the magnet just kind of tugs the field along behind it. Okay. The issue I, I've always had with that is that. That's not really how, like, that's not the shape that I, that, that plasma field, like, plasma fields, that plasma would form in a magnetic field. Mm-hmm. Like, it would kind of form, like, two, two bubbles that were, like, close, right. maybe touching, but not quite there. So, what do we think is, is going on? Do we think that, oh, what about this? What, what do we think that the, the, so do we think that the bullets are more like, like, superheated titanium, like, what you get in an electron gun? And so that it's, like giving off electron like like ionizing radiation as it's going okay yeah i think that's a better explanation that i could come up with uh, well at least well i think that i mean yeah so then why don't why don't the guns like melt people though like that's like, like if it's like a plasma of some well kind. i mean it, yeah they're also not shooting it like at other people in clothes normally like they're also armored in and whatever they are wearing you're right and it's just it's just heat shielding that's all it is all this mm-hmm. fancy armor is just heat shielding <laughs> so we do have this kind of weird weird thing where there's also something called the gokai saber because again they're pirates so they just can't have swords they have to have sabers right and and we know that the sabers can somehow both deflect those bullets mm-hmm. and they can also fire their own sword beams Right. So do we... Th- makes sense. So the issue with this is that, like, a, a gun makes sense because, like, a gun fires a projectile normally. But swords right. kind of don't. Generally not, no. So then what is it, like, what is this? <clears throat> is the sword also firing the same kind of plasma energy? I mean, it might be. I don't know why it would necessarily retain the sword shape, though. I, and, and I also don't know why the sword wouldn't be getting smaller, because if you're, like, the it would be <laughs> right. essentially firing blades of sword. Sword blades? Sword blades. That's what they're called. Let's see. It can perform either an energized slash or fire an energy blade. Well, well. So. Well, I was thinking, so maybe the blade isn't, like, the full, like, maybe that's where they have to swing the swords, because it's, like, like, like let's say, like, some kind of fluid that builds up on the, on the edge of the of the sword so that when they okay. swing it it's like the momentum from it will like carry the the fluid off like i'm thinking like a really viscous okay. fluid like they have mm-hmm, they have mm-hmm. ionized molasses on their swords <laughs> uh sure i mean you sound unsure jeff what's what's wrong i well it's talk, the talk ionized molasses is where you lost me <laughs> well i yeah but i think I'm trying to think of a, of a good thing that would, like... What if it's, like... <laughs> something other than molasses. Yeah, something that makes sense. <laughs> and, and there's really nothing coming to mind. What if it's, like, a... Okay, so, you know, like, um, 
You know, like the electron sprays that are used in chromatograms and spectrometers? Mm-hmm. Not chromatograms, but spectrometers? Right. Like, what if you had, like, a really ramped up version of that where it's just, like, an atomizer that can produce enough ionized gas? Like, there's, like, so what I'm saying is, like, it's like a, it's like a pepper shaker. It's, like, inside of the sword is, there's, like, a, like, it's hollow, and it's constantly okay. producing this, like, energized ionized gas. It's just, like, superheated. And then when they swing it, okay. there's, like, holes on one side so that it, like, flies out. Like, like if you were to, like, take a pepper shaker or, like, a ketchup bottle and just, like, swing mm-hmm. it around really fast. <laughs> yeah, I think that could then make a little more sense on, like, why it kind of keeps that general sword shape Arc. also. Yeah. Because, like, as you swing it, like, it just is all expelled through, like, the end or something to keep that shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right, yeah, I think that this is that makes sense. That's like a good a good idea. Yeah. So, but mm-hmm. how does it reflect? So, knowing that, how does it reflect the bullets? It, and and remember, it doesn't just like it doesn't like just deflect the bullets. Like the bullets can go in whatever direction <laughs> and orientation and flight pattern that the deflector mm-hmm. wants them to go into. <clears throat> now, is it going in whatever direction the deflector wants or is it going back to who shot it? Jeff, you watched the same video I did. That's true. I um, I, I, I think I they mostly circled back around the person who shot it, generally. I, I, yeah, I, but I, I think it... Okay, so let's just stick with that. But I think it does have to do with, like... There's a, a lot of control that goes on in the circling mm. back around to hit the person. Because, again, it's not like a clear arc or, like, a direct reflection of the bullet. Mm-hmm. It's like the bullet... It's like um, like a heat-seeking missile from a cartoon where it like circles around yeah. the enemy. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe like the bullets are like have a charge based on who's shooting it. Like, like you mean there's not just a positive know, just... and a negative charge in this world, but there's like, is that what you mean? Yeah, something something to that effect. So like each gun is shooting different unique bullets. And deflecting them is changing that polarity, so it's like just reflected back to the person, and will eventually hit them. Okay. Well, okay. What if we did it like, um, like almost like an entanglement thing, mm-hmm. where if we're like if we're moving fast enough and with high enough energy that that when the the person who fires the the bullet is a, the originally entangled person with the mm-hmm. with the energy wave. And then the person who reflects them adds their entanglement into the system. So the... I don't know where I'm going with this. I think this is wrong. (laughs) But I was trying to think, like... Because part of entanglement is, like, you have to be operating... Or or a good description of it is... You have to be operating at, like, macroscopic scales as well as microscopic scales. So, Mm -hmm. like, if you have two things that interact with each other, their momentum has to be the summation of their original momentums. But they also are, like, getting far enough away where there's no communication between the two of them. If that makes sense. So what I'm saying is that, like, like what if at, like, a quantum scale, that's, that's what it's affecting it. That's, that's how it's deflecting the, the sword beams. But, and mm-hmm. it has to follow, like, macroscopic 
rules of like momentum and angular momentum and things like that but but because it becomes entangled with the sword the way that the, mm-hmm. the sword is swung or that it's 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 used after that changes instantaneously the properties of the energy wave that have been deflected by the sword does that make sense okay there's i think enough to work with or at least enough explanation to be blended by science to justify it <laughs> yeah the listener you you understand what i'm saying just whatever you think i'm saying that's <laughs> what i'm saying whatever makes sense to you that's what it is right because that's what he's saying exactly that's what makes sense to you yes in particular yes 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 so now we get to talk about one of my favorite uh weapons and i think one of jeff's favorite too because it made so much sense and there was so much information about it online <laughs> Oh, 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 wait, no, I forgot. We forgot to the Gokai Scrambler. Oh, but okay. oh, or did we explain it? Oh, the Gokai Scrambler is when you can fire your gun and then wave your sword, and the two energy uh-huh. beams combine to form a super-powered blast to kill enemies. Sorry, not to kill, to turn them into <laughs> toys. <laughs> uh-huh. To give them a life worse than death, that's what the, uh, the Gokai Scrambler does. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so what exactly is going on with that? Uh, I don't I feel like I, I explained it pretty well. used in combination in their team finisher, Gokai Scramble. Yep, yep, yep. So they gotta, like, they stand still, and each of the Power Rangers, like, fires their gun, and then does, like, some crazy, like, choreographed sword moves, and then, like, their blade, the sword blade energy things meet up with the, with the back of a bullet, and it becomes like a, like an arc with a little like pointy front end to it, and that hits the enemy, and and there's a big old like explosion, and next thing you see our toys on the ground. <laughs> well, I think that would just be a function of how the how the bullets... gun bullets and the sabers interact with each other. So as in, so this is the way you're saying kind of like because they're coming from the same ranger they're like in essence the same i don't think they're necessarily coming from the same rancher with the gokai scramble maybe not i thought they were though i thought the gokai well scramble i think was you're there. talking about the blast and slash oh maybe i'm talking about the blast and slash i'm sorry <laughs> the blast and slash is when they shoot their gun and hit it with their swords okay the gokai scramble Two of them are using double swords, two of them are using double guns, and then one of them is doing the blast and slash. Awesome. Okay. So they pretty much the same principle, I'm gonna say. But maybe maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's like if if they can hit the bullet with their sword, they can do the kind of entanglement thing I was talking about earlier. But instead of mm-hmm. doing it in where they can control uh, uh like momentum and angle angles uh, instead, they do it with like speed, so they can increase the velocity of their bullets because their swords are also swinging in that direction, and mm-hmm. their bullets are now entangled with their swords. Okay, does that make sense? Uh, it makes as much sense as the last explanation. Good, 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 good. <laughs> okay, so now we can move on to the really good, the really good stuff. How about the Gokai spear? <laughs> Uh, man, is there a lot going on with a Gokai Spear? Guess. So- I guess just as, like, an overview, you have, uh, the spear mode, where it looks like a trident. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess but under some conditions it can 
What? It's called a javelin, though. Those are three different uh, kinds. Is it called of a javelin? Yeah, I, I have it called a javelin in my. I notes. think it's called the spear. It's called the spear, but it's described as a javelin. But it looks like a trident, oh, which okay. are all three yes. very different pole arms. <laughs> right. Okay, that's what I was um, saying. Sure. Oh, uh, yep. Nope. Now I'm seeing where it says it's uh, like a javelin. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so it's a spear slash trident slash javelin that also turns into a gun. Yep. And also has an anchor mode. Yep. I guess. Also called the gold mode. Where it's kind of swung around like a hammer. But it's not only swung around like a hammer. The gold mode is the thing that like brings out the spirits of the seven previous six Power Ranger, right? Yes. Okay. So let's start with just the... I think the anchor mode is the most convoluted. Let's just do the spear or the gun. Okay. So yeah, let's start with the spear mode. So it seems like the spear and the gun mode are not the same as the Gokai gun and the Gokai saber. Because you have to physically right. throw the Gokai spear... And the Gokai and the the gun mode is like similar but not the same. I think the go actually I I think we're fine saying that the Gokai spear gun is is the same thing as the Gokai gun, uh, only that it's shaped like a spear. Like it's like yeah, or it uses that like material to form it into the gun mode. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then yeah, I think what it says, I think it's stronger than the Gokai gun. <laughs> though i wish it yeah because it 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 does the gokai supernova as opposed to shooting bullets oh yeah that's right and the gokai supernova was a thing that i could find no video of whatsoever <laughs> right i'm remembering this now okay so so why is it stronger i guess is the first thing to say is it because you, uh, you for would... the for the gun mode are we doing gun mode first then yeah i do not know <laughs> uh there's more like just mass mass material to work with yeah it, maybe uh, yeah it also might be i mean i'm trying to think like this but it it i mean if we're doing what it what if it's like the inside of the spear is rifled oh okay yeah so it's just like a, a clearly a superior technology like he's he's mm-hmm. in like you know napoleonic era of firearms while the rest of them are back and like you know i just don't even know when flintlock pistols were a popular to use were they ever popular in actual history flintlock yeah but like the pistols sometime after matchlock well yeah i know but like i think of like flintlock <laughs> as like a musket like a long gun like when okay. well i mean it's also just as the firing mechanism now so you could just use a smaller barrel and make it a pistol i guess i just i have no i have no historical basis for when someone would have used this except for pirates like that's <laughs> right that's it yeah a- and that's not a great historical basis because well they're pirates i mean they don't really <laughs> <laughs> it's it's hard to tell like what's real with pirates is what i'm saying and i, and I don't well, yeah because the whole pirate deal was just marketing, so people gave you their stuff. Exactly. So did people actually use flintlock pistols is what I wanted. They must have. Dueling. Uh, yeah, no, they definitely they did use flintlock pistols. That's a historical basis for duel for for flintlock pistols. Duels use flintlock pistols. Okay. Like yeah. like Alexander Hamilton was killed by a flintlock pistol. Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know when flintlock pistols were Thing. I, I think it was like a big thing because you actually couldn't during a duel you couldn't actually aim 
the bullet you were firing at the person you wanted to kill. Right. So, like, it, it didn't really matter. Like, that's, like, where it becomes, like, really confusing if Aaron Burr actually meant to kill Alexander Hamilton. Because some <laughs> people say, they were like, yeah, he, like, dead-on aimed at Alexander Hamilton. And some people are like, yeah. Which means he definitely would have missed. Yeah, like, or, like, he may have missed at that point, but it wasn't, like, a great shot. And other people were like, yeah, no, he, like, he, like, fired off into the, into the distance but because of the just the horrible <laughs> accuracy of the gun he still ended up hitting alexander <laughs> hamilton mm-hmm. so yeah okay sorry that was a little diatribe about uh my knowledge of firearm history <laughs> firearm history uh so now it's let's do all the- centered around whether or not it killed alexander hamilton yes so now what do we think is like the um i oh, i think i have an idea about this but but the spear, when it gets thrown, like a javelin, is, like, super mm-hmm. powerful and energized and stuff, right? Okay. Yes. So what I'm thinking is, I'm, I'm assuming the bullets are similar to the bullets that are being fired from the Gokai gun. So you have, like, a, a metal... Yeah, that was my assumption also. Yeah, like a metal slug. And I think it'd be kind of interesting if... The although it might also be a bad <laughs> idea. Javelin mode. It's just the whole spear is the metal slug being shot. Kind of. I was thinking like in my brain, the the Gokai spear has like a hollow tube in the middle, and that's like the rifle barrel that's for the gun. Right. Mm-hmm. So maybe like when he throws the javelin, like it fires up that rifle, <laughs> and it, and it uses the like the momentum of firing a bullet to like increase the speed of it. Okay. The issue being that I realized is that it's firing the bullet. The person who threw it is immediately behind the yes, spear getting yes, shot. Yes, yes. That's exactly the issue that did not occur <laughs> to me when I started that sentence. Uh, you know, I still like it. I like the explanation. I think the maybe it just uh, like... person who throws the spear just has to be quick on their feet. <laughs> well, I was thinking like maybe it like it heats up the, the spear so much. It heats up the bullet so much that the bullet just vaporizes, but you still get that, like, concussive blast coming out of the back of it Okay, that pushes mm-hmm. it along. Yeah. Oh, boy. that's This just feels more convoluted. I feel like I'm we're just... We're, like... <laughs> it's already such a convoluted story, and then we're just like, you know I, yeah, what? Yeah, I feel like the only way to explain it is to just make it more convoluted to get back to where we started. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So now we'll... Do you want to talk about the gold gold mode anchor mode for this i mean i don't because there's a lot going on there uh i guess uh when they're in gold mode the spear transforms into anchor mode which summons the spirits of seven of the past sixth rangers Mm -hmm. and then they can fire energy blasts into the remaining eight sixth rangers that all then attack the enemy is it energy blasts into i thought it was energy blasts i gotta find or let me see along with the person fire energy blasts that transform yeah i think the energy blasts then transform into oh that makes sense into the the, eight yeah yeah but there's all there's only seven energy blasts that are being fired or is it seven energy blasts well it's seven plus the plus the silver ranger uh person in gold mode yes so it is eight energy blasts total turning into eight rangers total okay that makes sense to me (laughs) the numbers check out yeah 
<laughs> so what is boy that's that's tough yeah I'm not even sure like where to start with it like um I guess unpacking it we just kind of want to take it one step at a time and how uh how is are they summoning the spirits of well of anything <laughs> let's start with that so I mean I a spirit is a nebulous concept uh right uh, so I'm thinking like and this might get into the later on we're talking about the keys like the the power that is delivered to the rangers is like mm-hmm. um it's like an AI system that is that's had several iterations so like they can go back to a certain version update of their power ranger firmware okay and like the anchor mode is like you can draw upon several seven separate firmware iterations updates, of iterations. the yeah. firmware. Like, okay. I'm thinking that they're like save states for the rangers because you got to think like each right. Ranger I mean, has I its... guess the issue though is it also just makes another guy who exists in the world for a little bit. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, is he a real guy or is he like an energy being? And I guess it doesn't say. I don't know why they would need to summon an energy person I also, to shoot an energy blast. I also think it'd be really funny if this, like, if the Silver Ranger was like the one Power Ranger without any any special capabilities, just... and instead he just has like he's he he has like schizophrenia, and so like the other Rangers are like, is is the seventh of the sixth Power Rangers here? Can can we talk to them? <laughs> Are you talking to them? Right. <laughs> Is the eighth member here? <laughs> so okay, wait, wait, let me get this straight. So he, when he does the anchor mode, right? He summons seven of whatever rangers. I think they're silver. Yes. Well, the sixth ranger, whichever one that happens to be. Okay, well, we're gonna Please. call them Silver Ranger because it's right. too many numbers. <laughs> Yeah. And then those seven rangers summon an eighth ranger? No, no, no. (laughs) Then the seven rangers plus the one that summoned the seven rangers shoot energy blasts. So that's eight total. Okay, okay. Now I see what you're saying. Is it like... Like, Yeah, like there's still the one guy who's like Like, using necromancy. (laughs) It's, It's a necromantic staff. It's the... It's the uh, 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 oh wait oh man what's this what's the uh, what's the staff Anchor is it Night in the Museum or is it the Mummy where it's like the staff of of uh, Amun Ra couldn't tell you I think it's the Mummy man you gotta like <laughs> I think it's the Mummy and it, actually it might be Indiana Jones I don't know <laughs> my brain is filled with Super Sentai stuff now. Just pushed everything just, else out. Yeah, like just all of my all of my engineering background just completely gone. No idea what I'm doing. <laughs> okay, so 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 yeah. I guess starting out, how is a person summoning six? The, the seven other or seven? <laughs> sorry, other people. Okay, so we're, uh, let's say necromancy is off the table. What if he's right. not? What if he's not summoning? the seven people but instead it's just him but he's moving really quickly <laughs> like like okay I mean, like or maybe it's not than the frame rate of the camera that's filming him so it looks like seven people <laughs> um 
I don't know if I like that one. Um, really? Because I was going to get maybe... into, like, like, side shutters, so, like, as it's refreshing across the side, like, he is mm-hmm, moving mm-hmm. before the the refresh rate, and, and that's how you get all the ones. It's fine. What right. we gonna say? Well, yeah, and that's why they can only do seven. Yeah, because that's as fast as you can do. That's the width of the window that you can go through. Uh, right. Um, um, I guess I don't know how uh, limitations of a camera applies to what's actually happening in the real world. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, because you gotta look... Like, like, I like the explanation, I just don't know how I can translate it entirely. Okay. So it's not necromancy. It's not hit moving really fast. Um... Or maybe it is him kind of <laughs> is him moving really fast. Maybe he's just moving the spear really fast. What? And it's like projecting the different people. <laughs> so, so on, on top of on top of being a gun, this is also like some kind of hologram. Oops, I'm trying to like, yes. I'm trying to cross my legs and like on my desk, and it's not help. It's not working well for me. <laughs> so it's also like a light show that produces holograms of dead friends of his. Right. Okay. Okay. So the issue. Okay, this is the this is the issue I have with this entire system. All the things we're ever going to come up with is that is everything has to move very very fast. Not only that, but like no matter the explanation. If if the guys are not really there, why? Like if it's like some kind of illusion or something like that. Okay, I see. Then how can they shoot a thing? Well, that was it. I was going to say, why are they? There. Like, what is the <laughs> practical reason to have seven copies of yourself perform an action if you're the only one actually performing the action? <laughs> why not just why not just perform I the action? I don't seven think times? we should limit the decisions to making tactical sense. Okay, okay, you're right. <laughs> um that being said, yeah, my explanation makes less sense than one guy moving very fast. <laughs> Okay, but there's got to be a better. What if he is? What if it is necromancy? Okay, because because remember we are. We are oh God, necromancy's about... <laughs> back on the table. Okay, continue. Back on the table. Because <laughs> remember, we are talking about that 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 we will be talking about the mobile lights and the keys if we get to that eventually. <laughs> this episode, me and Jeff were like, you know, what, do we really have enough stuff to talk about? Uh, yeah, and here we are talked about two things. <laughs> 40 minutes in. So, so the uh, the thing is is that like the keys and the mobilates, we we know that they can like summon the armor right. of the guys. So what if instead mm-hmm. of it summoning the actual guys, it's just summoning their armor. It's like like um okay. Like kind of like yeah, like like terracotta soldier kind of mm-hmm. kind of stuff. I can get behind that, and and that's why, and and the the reason to do that is like you can get like that nice all seven doing the same thing at one time. It's like a mm-hmm, seven mm-hmm. times the firepower, right? And and I mean, I feel completely fine saying that there are hydraulics built into all of the armor so that they can control and operate themselves without a body inside of them. I don't see that there's a reason that's not the case. Yeah, and I mean, that just supports all of the, like, acrobatics and stuff that they do, too. Like, they're just... They're getting mechanical help. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I think that that makes the most sense. Okay. And... And and the anchor mode can only summon, like, seven or eight at a time, which is why they do it, like, in two parts like this. Yes. 
Okay. Yeah. I think it. I think it takes a lot of processing power to control that many uh, robots mm-hmm. for a gun to have. And if last I checked, guns don't have particular. I mean, they're like. I mean, much like, processing power at all. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna make a processing power joke, uh, but I I couldn't come up with one. All right, moving on. <laughs> I was gonna say, you do the edit. You can take as much time as you want to make your joke. I don't want to edit that much, though. That's what I. That's that's my goal. <laughs> Every single time we record, my goal is, you know what? I just want to not have to edit this that much. Uh, <laughs> just cut out those hours of dead air while we're thinking. <laughs> hours. We're until six o'clock. We're like, okay, it's gotta be something like. I don't know, gigahertz, is that a thing? <laughs> uh, anyway, I guess there's a joke there with, like, like the dinosaur. I don't know. Never mind. I'm not going to try. Uh, so so now we have the the key and the mobilates. Okay. Or, or do you want to do so the, the galleon mobilates, buster? Uh, where are we at time-wise? Let's do the mobilates because we might run out of time trying to do mobilates. But I feel like we've kind of explained the mobilates. Because if you think about it, it's more like it's summoning the... Like the suit. Yeah, the suit. And I was about to say, what okay. if all the suits... What if all the suits... I think we also haven't described them at all. Oh, that's And we true. just feel like we have because we did too much research. Um, the mobilates are phones that they have. They're that phones. they can plug keys into to summon different... Like their armor and different armors from different rangers yeah 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 so i was gonna say like maybe maybe all the power rangers actually are wearing the same armor it's just different versions of the armor so the armor can like morph into all the different pieces but then i realized we just decided that no they're separate (laughs) things so i guess the issue so i guess the the thing that that when they transform they kind of just like Mm -hmm. their clothes dissolve into Skin well, is it the clothes dissolve into that, or is it like just being swapped out? Either or, with like space tech. Either or. So, do we think that there? I so I did like this. You had the idea early on, and I think it was uh, that that their that their armor is really sitting on their ship, the Free Joker, and that they're mm-hmm. just kind of teleporting their armor. Oh yeah, they them. the Gokagers also stole a ship called the Free Joker. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, uh, from a from a crime syndicate called Madao. Uh, yeah, so do we think that that's the case, like where they're just teleporting their armor around themselves? Yeah, I think that makes. Do we want to get into how they're like, teleporting Jesus. armor around themselves? I feel like we've done teleport a few times already, haven't we? But we haven't done a good job of it. Well, it's because it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess we haven't. Um, I'm trying to think. What if it's like? So what if it's like this? You know, like from the the Iron Man movies where Tony Stark creates like the like the pocket armor that like builds around him. Okay. Mm-hmm. What if that's more of what we see from these from these different kinds of armor, like where they're they're like being teleported just nearby, or and they're just changing into them real quick. Yeah. Or maybe they're not even being teleported. Maybe like underneath their awesome clothes. Mm-hmm. They have like, and I'm thinking of the scene from The Simpsons 
I think it is, where the Homer finds like a, a just add water campsite and he puts into his <laughs> mouth and he drinks water and like an entire tent forms in his mouth. So I'm thinking something along those lines where it's like a super compressed version of their mm-hmm. armor and it's in like just like a disc that's just like on their person. Okay. And then all they mm-hmm. do is just like activate that specific disc. And then it expands. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. And, mm-hmm. and maybe that's why the armor is like, it, it's like that kind of... Uh, so it's that, less dealing with teleportation and just uh, miniaturization of yeah, or, the thing. or not even miniaturization. And how to add mass to it. I think they're carrying around all their armors at all point in points in time. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the reason I say this is because like the the armor for all of the Power Rangers is like that really thin material. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's why it is that thin material, so that it can be compressed. Like folded up, okay. very small mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. very lightweight. I mean, that yeah, seems, I like that. That seems completely reasonable to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. it makes me kind of feel kind of funny that if you were to like punch up an unsuited Power Ranger in the right spot, suddenly he's like covered in armor. <laughs> <laughs> or she? There's there's female Rangers too. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that makes sense, right? So do we want to talk about I the Go Kai so. Galleon like Blaster? Because I'm excited about the Go Kai Galleon Blaster. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Gokai Galleon Buster. That's it, it is a gun with two barrels shaped like a ship and uh, yep. that shoots bullets that are also shaped like a ship. Yep. Does it shoot two bullets? I don't know if it shoots two bullets that then together look like one oh, ship. I have an idea. For I think that right. would make more sense because otherwise why have two barrels? I got, I, I have a solution to this though that involves oh, okay. it not shooting two ships. So what if like, so here's my idea. Mm-hmm. The, the gun. So uh, the gun like forms a field around itself in the shape of itself. Right. Like, like if, okay. if you have like an oblong shape, I don't know, like magnet or something like that. The magnetic field will like kind of try and follow the shape of the of the magnet. Makes okay. sense. So so that's what it does. Like it generates this like like high energy field around it, and then the the two barrels don't actually fire anything. All they're meant to do is just like send the the field forward. So like you generate the field, and then like the in the the barrels fire, okay. and it like launches the mm-hmm. field. So what you see is like. The skeleton, like the the the, it, almost like the like a like a cicada molt of the mm-hmm, ship, mm-hmm. but made of like high energy power. Right, and maybe it's like the same Gokai saber energy power, where it's like the inside of the of the of the ship is like uh, a constantly ionizing gas and like spewing it out, mm-hmm. and then the the two the two. Uh, barrels are just like like magnetic uh uh like they, they just fire like like permanent magnets that just like push or like a magnetic field they just fire or magnetic pull field. the yeah the field behind it yeah look at that i mean that it is on theme with the rest of their technology that we've explained oh yeah so i like that i do too do you want to get into the medal crime syndicate just the white hole portion of it. Well, I didn't research how much was there, so if you think that that's uh, there wasn't much worthwhile, there. and we won't be stuck in the weeds for the next three days, <laughs> uh, sure. Well, I mean, we can also just erase it if it gets too long. So there's this. <laughs> I guess that's fair. Yeah. There's this issue. So the who they're fighting is a group called the Medal Crime Syndicate, 
And they are from a place called the Genmu Castle on the Genmu World, which is a universe that is created around a white hole. And the white hole is described as the place where all the matter goes, essentially all the matter goes, that enters a black hole. Is it a black hole or any black hole? I say, I think it's any black hole. Black holes is plural in my notes. So I'm going to say any black hole. Okay. Um, so what is, uh, what is going on here? Also, why are the medallions, like, so, so the, so the thing is that when you enter a black hole, um, mm-hmm. um, you just get compressed down to a very small size. Um, until you fall out of the white hole. Well, that's the thing is that. <laughs> is that, that's not a thing. No. That's not a thing, but it is actually kind of interesting. So, so, so one of the things about a black hole is that it is a space where uh, light uh, mm-hmm. uh, can escape, and 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 because light can escape, it means that it is bending. It has to be bending space and time in a way where it actually kind of stops functioning correctly. Okay. If that makes sense, does that make sense? Mm. Like, like, think about it. Think about it. Like, uh, I mean, I think of it. Yeah, let me just think. It's just sit here for a second. It's like if you were to <laughs> fire a bullet, okay? Right. And you have two. Yep. You have two things going on there. You have the time after you fire the bullet, and you have the mm-hmm. space that that bullet has traveled. Right. Now. Imagine what you would have to do to either the space that that bullet is moving through or the time that that bullet is moving to get mm-hmm. that bullet to not to, to not fire out of the gun, but instead to go back into the barrel. Does that make okay. sense? So either you have to have like this kind of weird, twisty space where it will mm-hmm. invert the, the momentum and the time mm-hmm. reference for the bullet – or you have time that gets twisted and it gets flipped around so that once the bullet tries to escape, instead it just ends up going back in time. Okay. So what I'm thinking is that maybe this white hole area, white hole universe, is just like if if it's the ultimate, um, it's like the inverse of that kind of. So like you've you've turned time around so much that it is now operating in the opposite direction. Does that make sense? No, it doesn't. So it's... Um, like, I feel like I know... I Like, I intuitively know kind of where you're at, but I don't know how to, like, put it to words or how to make that have, like, any reasonable effect I, on the universe. I mean, I I am kind of like... Just, I, I know I have, like, this image in my head of how time operates uh, uh-huh. or how light operates going out of a black mm-hmm. hole and it's like a, it like slowly turns into an arc and it gets to yes. the point where the where the where the light just goes straight up and back from a black mm-hmm. hole and that's like the like the deepest part of a black hole essentially is where light won't even move away but mm-hmm. i'm saying like what if you continued in that progression where you stop having light like going out and coming back but you have light mm-hmm. like um coming back and going out no like you have like light <laughs> uh, like uh, yeah it's almost like you mess with causality where like the light didn't yeah. didn't generate from the from the black hole the light is coming it uh, uh is the light is coming from the universe and the only reason it exists is because 
it will it fell exist into a black hole later it on. Will. So I'm saying that's why it's called a white hole. Like like that's one of the reasons mm-hmm. why it glows like that is because because you know that there is light there now, it means that there will be light entering it in the past. Right. So it's like a flip causality world. Okay. Does that make sense? No. Not <laughs> well, at all. Uh, I, like the the explanation is a thing is there now because a thing will be there in the past. That's just how things work. Uh, no, it isn't because now you so uh, the the issue being is that it's really tough to describe <laughs> backwards causality. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. It, no, you're right. It is the no 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 so 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 the. Okay, no, I I think I see what you're what you're getting at. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So instead of it being like light was generated by the black hole and then it tried to escape and failed, it was that light mm-hmm. failed to escape, so it was generated by the black hole because something has to fail to escape because it's already done that. <laughs> Are we talking about the black hole or the white hole now? Both. So I'm saying the white hole is that is that zone where you have taken like the black hole to its to its extreme. And you've taken causality uh-huh. and flipped it around. So time is actually marching okay. in the opposite direction. But because it's like the, the normal progression of time, there really isn't that much actually different about it. It's just that time is moving in reverse. But because time is normally moving in reverse, it, to them it would be time moving forward. Okay, I guess then the question is, uh, with the assumption that that works as described, uh, how and why are they like interacting with the rest of the universe i guess that's a good point because you're right i just realized what i'm described is called the tachyon and uh it doesn't (laughs) it doesn't does it yeah uh maybe that's what it is maybe that's like like that's why it has to be going through a black hole is that like if, if you can make make it through that like infinitely small region mm-hmm. that's like the gateway from like this backwards world to the our forwards world Okay. Does that make sense? Like, so they uh, they Maybe live... kind of, like, so it... They live in a backwards world. But the only way for right. their backwards world, the only connection between the backwards world and the forwards world are places where time, essentially, can stand still. And that's going to be that, that, that transition point between the backwards mm-hmm. and the forwards. Uh, and right. that only happens when you have enough of a space-time warping where it actually like loops back on itself, so it's as if mm-hmm. there's no time. I'm pretty sure right. what I'm saying doesn't make any actual sense. No, but it. I mean, like, like it's not like, real science, but it's like bad Hanwavium <laughs> science. Right. No. With like as the thought experiment and as bad Hanwavium science, then like yes, it, time and space like inverts and then goes the other way yes and like we'll just say that it falls into a spot like a physical location in one place and then falls out of a physical location in a different place and that like you know they're falling into the black hole and out of the white hole yes and the um and then uh, i guess like the theory like the idea would just be no because then it's just like matter like when things fall out of it that can be used for for the people near the white hole. Yeah. So you have kind of like so, this, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the issue is like there's a lot of potential 
causality and paradox issues with that. I agree. But, I mean, they're also a criminal syndicate, so maybe that's part of their plan. So I don't think there is actually a paradox issue with it, because the two universes can never really operate. It's kind of like if you were to... It's like an undertow. This is what I like. Like, where, where at one moment in time... The water is pushing against you, mm-hmm. and at the and then the next moment in time, the water is pulling you back out, and so it mm-hmm. ultimately your body doesn't really move spatially. So right. so the white the white hole version of yourself and the I will say black hole version of yourself exist at the same time period. It's it's parabolic, but because you can never okay. move backwards through that time gap. Mm-hmm. You could never. Oh, you guess you could, but you would never really have the same exact person existing in the same place at the same time. The thing you could do is you would be able to create copies of yourself, essentially, if you just passed back and forth through that hole several times, and then you would just mm-hmm. have future versions of yourself into the past, or past okay, versions of yourself yeah. into the future, depending on how you're seeing time in that in the way. Mm-hmm. I think that makes sense, right? If you're basing it on the rest of the explanation, I think, sure, yeah. Cool. I think that that's good enough, though. I think that I did a good job, and I'm real smart. (laughs) Big brain, Simon. You got it. Big old brain, Simon. That's what they call me. (laughs) Cool. So, thanks for listening. This was our very exhausted Super Sentai episode. Part two. Part two. Part dose. Well, no. Originally, we did Power Rangers, not Super Sentai, which are technically different are they though no like power rangers are a sentai team okay well it was close yeah. enough this was like uh, this is the goku <laughs> the goku the guy. gokai gokaigers there you go. cool anyway uh thanks for listening please if you if you enjoyed the episode like us and subscribe to us on the podcasting app you are currently using uh we are also on a bunch of other podcasting apps if you maybe hate the one you're using and want to switch and you're like, man, my favorite <laughs> podcast isn't on this app. And you're like, no, nope, probably is. Unless you use Podbean <laughs> and then no, we're not. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So you can, you can send us show suggestions like, like the ones we got today and you can watch us try and figure out the lore of your very, figure out the lore and how time works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you can do that. I mean, we got all of our contact information on our website, pedanticandwavium.com or pedantichw.com. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. send us those suggestions over Twitter, uh, at phandwavium. Is there anything else? Oh, uh, thanks to Joe Sobchak for our theme music. And I think that's it. You nailed oh, it. Yeah, and I think we're on YouTube sometime. I should really update our YouTube stuff. <laughs> Occasionally, it gets updated. Occasionally, it hasn't been updated in a long time. It's just so much, guys. So much work. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. So yeah, that's it. Goodbye. Good night. We love you, listener.